Go ahead. What? What? Test, test, no, test. No, come on. You got to put some life into it. <clears throat> I told you today was a bad day for me to come here. I know. Test. Hi, I'm Lynn Austin. <laughs> and you guys are f***ing <laughs> stupid. <laughs> You're listening to Black and Blonde Talk with Lynn Austin and Maurice Jovan. Do you know, what's the, what's the name of the gorilla that got killed? Colombe? Colombe? Uh, Harambe. Colombe was a detective. Do you know that fucker got 25,000 votes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the gorilla. I'm with him. Is that, is that an actual fact? I think so. And if it's not, I just made it up, and it's a goddamn good one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's funny, but it's cold. All right, listen. What's his name? Colombe? Harambe. How do you spell that? H-A-R-A-M-B-E. H-A-R-A-M-B-E? Yeah, A-M-B-I-E. Harambe. All right. So, it is post-election 2016. <laughs> Lynn Austin, how you feeling? You know what? I have, first of all, we, we agree. We are registered independents. Yes. Okay. And I have never picked a party, and I don't think I ever will. And I've never been this. Picked a party at all. You've always been an independent. Yes. Okay. Ever since I got my voter's ID, I've okay. been independent. Um, and I have never been this invested, really. Okay. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's all run by the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers anyway, that whole, like, I in the triangle, Illuminati, it's all whatever. It doesn't matter. That thought process is part of the reason. But this election made me stand up and listen. First of all, I'm a big girl now. Right. I'm an adult. But you've been an adult the past seven, eight, nine, ten elections? You know what? Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, wait, they're every four years. Sorry about that. God. So anyway, right, but you wait, no, no, because I want I want you to clarify. You said you are now vested into this election because you're a big girl. You're an adult. But say the last two, three, four, you were an adult. I voted. I just didn't read about it. I don't know why. Maybe I was busy raising babies or I was just distracted uh, or I just n- whatever. Another reason why something like this. Hey, listen, I'm being honest happen. and unfiltered. Okay. Give me the reasons. What was it about this election that you said? I have to pay attention here because I'll tell you the very first election I was vested in was when Obama first ran. And well, there's course. the obvious what thing. Color is he? Well, but it, but it's not just that. It's not just that. I didn't vote for him because he was black. I voted for him because he wasn't white. And I just needed a change. And it was the first time mm-hmm. we were offered a change on the ticket, which may parallel what just occurred with it being a politician versus a non-politician? Okay, I'm getting you. I'm getting you. But I also think it's a little bit cyclical. They've had two years of Dems. Now they're going Republican. My God, I can only pray for four or, you know, clogged <laughs> artery. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Watch it so, But I think the two things that really got me on this one is the whole mom of girls. I have three daughters. I have two stepdaughters. Right. Okay. So I have five daughters. Five girls. And the whole Roe versus Wade thing right, really resonated with me. I thought when he said that he would make it his job to appoint two Supreme Court justices to that overturn. more than likely would overturn Roe v. Wade, that that was his death knell. 
I really did. And I was surprised to see how many women still supported him. But you forget about the Bible Belt. You forget about uh, the religious fanatics that go by the letter of the law. And when I say the law, if you're a religious fanatic, the law is the Bible. And in a lot of ways, misinterpret the meanings of what is being said in the scriptures. I forgot about that. And there you have a lot of his supporters uh, from the female side. One of my dear friends is a minister. And she said, I'm voting for Trump. Wait, a female minister? A female minister. And I said, I will vote for Harambe before I vote for Trump. (laughs) First off, it's Harambe. And I'm totally with you. We got to stop women from becoming men of the cloth. It's not. (laughs) has absolutely nothing to do with it. That's not even even part of this conversation. I'm just saying it's not a good look. You're an idiot. (laughs) So she said, I am pro-life. And that's why I'm voting for Trump. Right. There's no way I will vote for vote for him. So on the premise alone of him wanting to try and overturn Roe v. Wade, yep. which I don't know that is ever don't going know, to but happen. He has the possibility. He has the ability to. There's what two judges getting ready to retire, and then one died. So there's right. three, and that will be a Republican Supreme Court for how many years? Correct. Generations, maybe. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly. Okay. Depending upon so, who we choose. No, that is where he lost me. I don't care of anything else. Second one is I am a citizen of this planet before I'm a citizen of the United States. Okay? Because okay. without this planet, we're all fucked. I don't care what you are. I don't care if you're dim, you're liberal, you're independent, you're republic. I don't care what you are. Black, white, green. You're screwed if we keep raping this planet. Okay. And if you don't think that climate change is man made, go check out Detroit. Right. Go check out India. Go check out other places on this planet where you're not living in your teeny tiny little neighborhood, a bubble of security, and see what's going on. Now, who doesn't think climate change is man-made? Is that a Trump stance? That's a Trump-Pence stance. Okay. So I said, that's two. I mean, there's two strikes. I can't. I'm sorry. Okay. What about the grabbing them by the pee thing? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) You didn't care about that? That just goes along with who he is as a dick. I'm right. sorry. He, you know, he's that's just who his character is. I'm talking about his political stances. So you are pro grabbing him by the pee. Can, I am can, not. Okay. I'm just trying to make sure that the audience understands no, what your not. stands are. I, uh, I But that's not a part of his political platform. Right. That's just who he is. That's okay. his character platform. Okay. So you don't care about the personality or the character of the man, just his political position. I guess that's all wrapped up in reason three. But reason one and two are my daughters, my earth. Okay. And then reason three is just, ugh. Were you fairly certain that Hillary Clinton would walk away victorious? To be honest, I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan. Okay. Okay, so. Not a lot of people are. Columbe got my vote. Harambe. What, that too. But anyway, no, I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan. Okay, but let me ask you this. I think this is a legitimate question. If you were unable to overlook certain things with Donald Trump, why were you able to overlook certain things with Hillary Clinton not being necessarily worthy of the office as well. Did I say I voted for Hillary either? Well, if you didn't vote for Hillary, you voted for Trump, which is one of the reasons. I know that's what that you're schooling won. me today. You on. Gary Johnson, dumb motherfuckers. I you said it's a lombay. <laughs> and it's you patient. and you and I am not making a political statement over whether I think Trump should have won or not. But I tell you did this: Who did you vote for? Trump? I tell you this. Hold on. I tell you this: If you voted for Gary Johnson, you voted for Trump. 
And if you are upset but about Trump. But you realize Trump, if Hillary had won, you would have said if you voted for Gary Johnson, you voted for Hillary. No, 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 not at all. What you would have done if you had voted for Gary Johnson and Hillary still won, she would have won in spite of the Gary Johnson vote, in spite of. But she certainly lost because of. And there's a difference between in spite of and because of. And she I know didn't you understand lose because that. of Gary Johnson. She, she lost because your people didn't show she up. She lost because of multitude of reasons. But I am telling you this, Lynn, there were some races that were very close. And if the majority of the Gary Johnson votes, and it's kind of subjective on my part to assume that if you wanted Gary Johnson to win, then you were more aligned with Hillary's policies than Trump's. And I think that's a fair assessment to make. Uh, If she had gotten the majority of those Gary Johnson votes, she wouldn't have lost a couple of swing states and we would be looking at a vastly different outcome. So that was not a non-vote, which a lot of people thought it was. It was a vote for Trump and it certainly wasn't a statement vote because it made no statement. The third party it does make not a have statement. the third party doesn't have a chance in a two party system. It. I get and it, but it's a never statement. All, but they, it's your peaceful. It's your Colin Kaepernick uh, of votes. Okay, it's but, your protest. But pick your spots to make a statement. You have to pick your spots to make a statement. And I don't think, and it was stated. I don't have to say I don't think this because it was stated not only by Bernie Sanders but by the Clinton faction that this is not the time for a protest vote as far as a third party because. The Trump campaign was already putting up their protest vote. Here's what I don't understand. You, when we, you came in, you said, I think everybody was surprised. You thought that Hillary thought that they had it, had it in the I, back. Abs- I absolutely believe that. Then, That's why she didn't do a concession speech, because she didn't have one. Okay, She's like, oh, shit, you I got to write something. You know what I'm thinking? And my, Now, again, my husband is straight Republican. My mom right. is straight Democratic. So it's like I listen to both of them, and I just like, you know, one finger to each of you. I don't really care. Um, cause they'll both come at me with their, with their arguments about this, this, this. And I'm like, you guys, this isn't going to happen. That's not going to happen. Chill out. Okay. Right. So if you think that Hillary had it in the bag and then all of a sudden you see all these red States being popped up everywhere last night, you know what I think? I think a lot of people were ashamed to say they were going to vote for Trump. And then they did. Well, I, th- I really do. I think you're right. I, I think-, think they wanted change. I think they didn't want another a Democratic presidency. I think they were ready for a Republican presidency, but they were too ashamed of Trump. This is not the first time we've learned that polls are very fallible. And a lot of times people will lie to the pollsters. And when you're talking about something as close as a two to three percent uh, lead, that margin of error means that the polls mean nothing. And therefore, you just couldn't rely on the polls. And, and, and I think that the Clinton faction, they thought because of the polls that they didn't have to go out and really do a groundswell within the black community, which you said. And all That's right, what I was, did not show up. I was wondering, I said, what, where are your people of color? Where did they show up? What did they show up? Where? I mean, who did they vote for? I was reading one stat that um, only 13 percent. Of black men and four percent of black women showed up at the polls. I mean, why didn't why didn't 
there are blacks like there are whites, like there are Mexicans, Asians, whatever have you, that will always vote out of a sense of civic duty. Then there is a faction. Which is what I did, by the way, yesterday. And there's a faction of any given race or gender that won't vote unless they feel like they have something invested in the race. And I think that those blacks that were charged up by the Obama presidency felt, okay, we had eight years, we did good, we made our point, I'm looking at this race, Ah, he's really kind of coming out against immigrants, he's really kind of disrespecting women, I don't have a dog in this race. And therefore, they were not compelled, this small faction that could have changed the election, to come out and vote. The other thing is, Hillary Clinton was very pandering to the black community. She was on a black radio station, an urban radio station in an urban market, and she was asked, what's one item that you always have in your purse? To which she replied, hot sauce. (laughs) Now that's a lie. I love hot sauce. I don't keep hot sauce everywhere. I got five (laughs) bottles of hot sauce in my cabinet right now, and you can actually go in there and look. But I still don't carry hot sauce around in my backpack. She didn't even name a brand. Frank's? Texas Pete? Louisiana, give, give me something I Tabasco. can work That's not hot sauce. What give me that? something I can work It's Tabasco sauce. Give me something I can work with. Is that not hot sauce, really? It's uh, it's hot, it's, and it's a sauce, but it's not hot sauce. Because when, when everybody writes hot sauce on my grocery list, I get Tabasco, and no. then they all want to bitch at me. No, because Tabasco sauce is exactly what it says on the bottle, honey. It's Tabasco sauce. That's why it says Tabasco sauce. Shut Do you up. know what hot sauce says on the bottle? Hot sauce. And put that out there. I just figured that whoever was doing the hot sauce was like, you know, well, I'm just going to call it hot sauce because it's hot and it's sauce. No, no. You know what Worcestershire sauce is? Yeah. It's Worcestershire sauce. You know how Worcestershire sauce got his name? Scientists were in the lab. This is a true story. In the lab trying to figure out how to name this product. And a black guy that was, he was just sweeping up around the, the, the laboratory, picked up the bottle and go, Worcestershire sauce. No, uh, <laughs> you lie. True, That's an urban legend. That is a true story. What's this here sauce? You know what? I, you, know what sauce. you know what I call Worcestershire sauce? What? Um, the runny A one. Back to the matter at hand. <gasps> she did and not let you vote. Do well with courting the black vote. Now remember this too, Barack Obama, as intelligent as he was, as charged up as he got the black base, he still had to get buses and what's the word I'm looking for? Import. No, I don't want to use import. You can't use import. Uh, As intelligent as he was, as eloquent a speaker as he was, (laughs) as compelling as he was, Barack Obama still... Heard heard them. (laughs) Barack Obama still understood the need... Corral. ...to provide transportation for these people. And when I say these people, I don't mean it in that way. To bust them in. Bussing in. He said, we got to get these brothers and sisters to the polls. And this is something that Hillary Clinton didn't do. I was bust in the sixth grade. I lived out in Odessa, right? Right. I was a predominantly white neighborhood. My ass was busted Dunbar, which is downtown Tampa. Ooh. Yeah. And there was a black girl that every day said, let me hold your quarter. And then for my lunch money, and I would, she would, you know, beat my ass. So I gave it to her. I didn't eat lunch all of sixth grade. That's why I was what really What kind of lunch skinny. were you buying for a quarter? That's how much they were. It was a quarter. You got some milk and you got some stupid shit on a plate and you ate it. Well, at what point did she stop gripping your quarter from you? Um, when I would hide. So without that black base, let me hold your quarter. That was one of the reasons that she lost the 
Gary Johnson throwaway vote, and it was a Did I say I voted vote. for Gary no, Johnson? not you. I'm talking now to those people that are upset because a lot of people are pointing out that they threw away a vote that ultimately helped Trump win the presidency. So when you walked in the voting, the, the voting booth and you got your little pen, right. I voted for everything else except president. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't make myself go back and just go back and go back. And I read them all and like, okay, yeah, the veterans get tax breaks and you know, no on one, yes on two, blah, 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 right. blah. You know, whatever it was, everybody was saying, oh, did I want... Was it no on one, yes on two? Because I went yes on one and no on two. I don't remember now. Damn it, I shouldn't have smoked pot is before it, it went in. It was it Rubio or whatever his other guy's name, and I'm trying to... Rubio and Patrick Murphy. Yeah, I was trying to think of who is the liar never shows up. That's like, Pat, uh, well... The, I don't know, right? So you Patrick Murphy was supposed to be the liar, and Marco Rubio is the one with one of the worst attendance... Okay. Records well, that's what I was doing. Like my mind was trying to grasp at playbacks of commercials. Like which one didn't show up? Because that asshole doesn't need to be in there. No, wait a minute. He's a liar. I don't like liars. Oh, wait a minute. So I went. This is how I voted. And right. I saved president for last. Okay. And I went back and I looked and it just said Donald J. Trump and I'm like, I how? And then it said Hillary Clinton and I'm like, damn. Right. And then it was like Johnson and somebody else and somebody and then a write-in and I just. Stood there looking at it going, you've got to be shitting me that I live in the greatest country on this beautiful planet, and this is my choice. Let me ask you something. Why do you think with a two-party system, there is a line for write-in on a ballot? Because Colombe needs it. No, Harambe. That's purposeful. That is purposeful because the parties understand that a write-in it's like a it's like a bad call in sports. Sometimes it's going to help you, and sometimes it's going to hurt you. You live with the times that it hurts you because you know there's going to come the times that a bad call helps you. So they put that on there because they know it's going to help either one of the parties. And they know there are people that are going to want to not participate in that vote because they don't like either candidate and thereby that line that right in line or that libertarian whatever uh, vote that you make you are now being duped into participating in the voting of one of the two candidates that you choose not to and mm. it's an insidious plan and you have to give them credit for doing such hmm. Well, so now I will tell you this. So now popular vote versus electoral college. We need to st- do away with the electoral college, I believe. That's what I was. One one man, with. one vote. Absolutely. That's what I think. Or one woman, one vote. Thank you. Now I will say this. Or, <laughs> or what? Or? One black, one vote. Or one black, no vote. Go ahead, Lynn. No, I was going to say one Caitlyn. We're, we're in the Trump era now. Go one, ahead. Say one, it. One Caitlyn Jenner. One I, one vote. One transgender, one vote. Exactly. Okay. All right. Now, I will say this. Bernie Sanders did not help Hillary Clinton because he stayed in too long. And while Donald Trump, and again, this isn't an anti-Trump diatribe, what I'm trying to get certain people to understand is how his ascendancy was possible and, more importantly, how his victory happened. Bernie Sanders stayed in the race too long when it was very clear he was not going to be the nominee. While Trump had the 
time and the month or so to go around as the uh, as the candidate, the mm -hmm. Republican choice. Hillary had to battle Bernie Sanders, which was time she could have spent strengthening her campaign and attacking Donald Trump. And then when Bernie Sanders finally acquiesced and gave his endorsement, it was so transparently reluctant that he didn't pull many of his supporters so over to the go? Hillary camp. Where'd they go? They stayed home. Columbia. They, uh, That's Harambe. What they, did. they didn't know. They didn't even Harambe. They Set at home. <laughs> you just used it as a... Yeah, if you're going to continue to use it, <laughs> they I didn't have to jump on board. They stayed home. Now, if she was smart, and this goes to another reason that she lost, she would have nominated Bernie Sanders as her vice president. Hold your enemies closer. Absolutely. You knew that there was a large majority of people, not majority, but there was a large portion of people that were Bernie supporters, which is why she had to spend so much time battling him. So why not bring them very easily along to your side? No one knew who Tim Kaine was. Tim Kaine ended up being a gump. Uh, he ended up being more pandering than her with that stupid, let me speak Spanish arbitrarily <laughs> so that you know I'm by bilingual and child baby and, uh, yeah and if i can no that's french and if oh. i can speak spanish then i deserve the spanish he was an he was an idiot he may have been the worst vice presidential selection since sarah palin as far as helping the ticket he did absolutely nothing like unlike pence who whether you agreed with his policies or not had a very presidential air about him and was able to speak in a very compelling manner and I don't think Tim Kane ever had that. Well, thank God Pence can because, his, you know, his unfiltered uh, listen, commander can't. Listen, you can say all you want about Trump, but the man not only fought against the Democrats, but in a large part fought against his own party and won. That's so true. You, I, I, uh, you know what? I hope everyone gets what they came for. Well, I, I just do. I, I, <laughs> you may not get what you came for, but you're going to get what you deserve. And, and that's exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. I, I This morning when I woke up, because I, like I said, I went to bed at 930. I was just done. I saw so many red states. I'm like, I get it where I'm going to bed. Not that I'm a blue state. I just right. was like, oh, God. Oh, God. We're so screwed. Okay. But so you, I went to bed. But you say that, Lynn. Let me ask you something. Have you ever made a commitment to go to a party or an event a couple of weeks in advance? And you were trepidatious at the outset about even making the commitment, but you felt obligated. And for the two weeks leading up to the event, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to do this. I can't believe I have to go to this. I would give anything to get out of this. You try and wreck your brain with reasons that like you Like a wedding can, or something? Yes, that you can excuse yourself from this event <laughs> for, and you can think of none. Then you mm. go to the event, mm -hmm. and you end up having the time of your life. That has have to have mm. happened to you. Yeah. Okay. So you're thinking that's what this election is going to be like. I'm thinking that Trump presented himself in a lot of ways as a buffoon, as ill-prepared, as unexperienced, inexperienced, if you will. And in a lot of ways that may be true. But if he surrounds himself with the proper people, and now that we have a unified government because he has the Senate and, and, the, House. and, and the House on his side, quite possibly – he might be able to get something done that we look at and go in the end, wow, I didn't see that coming. I can open my mind enough for that. But that, this, that possibility that, that exists. That possibility exists on the, on a quantum, in a quantum <laughs> state. 
I think those that are disheartened by his ascendancy and his ultimate victory, I think that's the way that you have to look at it. How much does the person in the White House actually affect your day-to-day life. No, and I actually, I got into it a little bit on on Facebook with a friend of mine who's a staunch Republican, and we were going back and forth. And um, at the end, I just said, you know, this has been delightful. But to be honest with you, the dawn was a blip. And I now I have to get on with my life, and I'm busy, and I got things to do today. Right, right. I mean, that's just the way it is. Because how much did Obama being in a, How much did you think about Obama over the last eight years? I mean, you're vacuuming. You're going to the store. You're grocery Sometimes shopping. I had a little sexy time. <laughs> okay. That's, but I'm asking, some, some. as far as something that impacted your life to where you said, oh, my God. Oh, I damn you, Obama. Yes. How many times did that happen over the last eight years? I don't know. It, I'm sure that people got their insurance bills and went, damn you, Obama. Now, Obamacare, or the Affordable Health Care Act, as it is actually supposed to be called, because that's its actual name. Now, that did impact a lot of people. Yeah. That was one and thing now, that impacted And those people that impacted, people. you're screwed now, right? As well as public schools. Well, well, I say it. My imp- kids go to public schools. Your kids go to private. They go to private, yes. right? Yes. I said. You're so. <laughs> oh, God. I said, I said it impacted a lot of people. I didn't say it impacted them all in a good way. There are some. There are uh, quite a few people in this country that were impacted very negatively by the Affordable Health Care Act because it made them unable to then afford, ironically, health care. So there are a lot of people that are looking for it to be changed. I don't think you throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think that the health care system absolutely needs reform. And if the Republicans are going to come in and just scrap it, that's going to be a huge mistake because they have offered no real replacement for it. And sometimes, and what's the saying? How does it go? Sometimes more is lost by indecision rather than the wrong decision. So I do think we need to keep the Affordable Health Care Act in place. Let's just modify it to where it does not cost people the ability to afford health care. Right? I agree. agree, of course. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So, but that, but outside of the Health Care Act, I don't know that Obama's presidency impacted anybody's life on a day-to-day basis. No. And so, therefore, I don't know that Trump's presidency will do the same unless this lack of temperament that we have seen is not corrected and he starts a nuclear war with someone, oh which I don't think the you know people what? around him are going to allow. I, I think because of the businessman that he is, Donald Trump, he's wise enough to know that the language and the temperament that he so deftly used to become the president-elect is no longer appropriate or will no longer, not necessarily appropriate because it wasn't necessarily appropriate then, but will no longer serve his means. In other words, class up. Now it's time to class up because all of that, I'm going to put Hillary in jail. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to this special committee. He's not going to waste any time whatsoever attempting to put Hillary Clinton in jail. He is not concerned with her anymore. It was like OJ when he was on trial and he was like, I can't believe the injustice of this. We need to be searching for the real killer of my wife. And uh, yeah, and then he, he gets off and he's, he's like, on a golf yeah, course. he's on a golf course. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm going to tee up. Move, yeah. move a little bit. So it's the same thing with Donald Trump. So all of you, I will say this as far as Trump supporters go, all of you that think Hillary Clinton is going to 
get some kind of comeuppance. She's going to sail away into the sunset with her maybe ill-begotten millions. I don't know. I wasn't there. But however she got them. Her cigar-smoking husband. She has them and her cigar-smoking husband. And they're going to be just fine for the rest of their life. So you'll need to drop the belief that there is going to be any kind of punishment or recompense for whatever you believe Hillary Clinton did. Because Donald Trump, at this point, rightfully so shouldn't give a shit. I would be offended if he were pursuing charges against Hillary Clinton when, as he said, the nation is so screwed up that he should be focusing on the nation and not a vendetta that I think was largely faux anyway, because there are many, many pictures of him and the Clintons Partying, making out, and and socializing. I love the Clintons. I love the yeah, because he's liberal. Yes, yeah, he well when it suits him. Yeah, he's liberal when it suits him, and he's uh, conservative when he's around conservative. So we live in Florida. In case somehow somebody of the six listeners that we have is out of Florida, we live in Florida, and absolutely, it was a red state. Yes. Now, so this may was a red state. It was a red state for this election because the last two, I believe it was blue. I believe we voted for Obama. It is a red state for Trump. Right. It was a red state for Trump. So maybe that is... By a very close margin, by the way. From your people. But maybe that is why um, most of my timeline on Facebook, that one particular social media is mostly Trump supporters, maybe right. because, you know, I, I know everybody in here, or we're, we're friends up in here, or whatever. Right. Right? I don't know why, but it seems like... Now, I'm not trying to incite more Trump supporters, you know, grabbing their guns and coming after me, wanting to put me on a spit and roast me. Right. You know? But do they seem like such assholes on your timeline? Like, they are the most argumentative, want to be in your face friends quote friends on my timeline than any other people well i will say this there is a large uh, sect of trump supporters that have been waiting eight years to be able to say so maybe that's it yes it was like when ohio state finally beat the sec after losing 20 20 games in a in a row 20 matchups in a row or however many it was and then they were like see i told you we were better than the sec well you won one game out of 20 that doesn't make it better you just won that one game so So that's what you're witnessing this morning i put on um you know his famous quote and I told them Who's to go, famous quote? Donald. Oh, Donald Trump. Don's, uh, and I told them to go fuck themselves. And right. then I wrote underneath it, and you did. And so then I've got all these people that are just going nuts on me, right? Of course. And this, Are they misinterpreting what you were saying, or do they understand what you're saying and they're pissed that you said it? If they're not smart enough to understand what I'm saying, then they don't deserve to get it. Okay. So my, then one of them, who is a friend of mine, and um, now this girl was a partier back in the day. Right. Okay. I've seen her do things that I my eyes still burn. And so, but now she's she's not. She's you know, reformed. Reformed. Okay. And she writes underneath there. She's like, so when did bad la- foul language offend you, Lynn? And I'm like, Ooh. why am I saying that? That's <laughs> it's not the language. I'll tell you to go fuck yourself in a two in a, in a second. I know. I got no problem getting I, right in your face. I've been on the receiving end. <laughs> so I have five no minutes ago. But it's but seriously, right? Why are you picking that apart? Don't if you don't understand my post. You don't deserve to. Right. And now you're doing these little semantics of, what, if our language offends you? It's not about that. I don't care about the pull you in the pussy either. I don't care about any of that. But we understood, I think, that 
this wasn't going to be over when the election was over. You're right. I think this was such a heated election. That the, the, the residual hostility is probably going to be around, I would say, up until he is the actual president. I don't. I think there'll you be don't some. Think it'll die down I, a couple. Weeks? I think there'll be some respite because of the holidays, and people will focus on that. But when he is starting the inaugural process, mm-hmm. then it's going to just stir up all of this anger and hostility again. You not to so? not to the level that it is now, but there'll be the post of I can't believe that we're about to inaugurate this man as president, which will then beget the response of uh, "Shut the fuck up, we want." I think that people are so exhausted from this. And me too. Like, even today, I was like, I just, I'm quiet. I just don't have anything to say. Well, the losers are exhausted. talking about. No, I think everyone is. Ah, the the winners. They got a lot of energy. You think so? Absolutely. Have you not seen Facebook and Twitter? They're having a blast. Rightfully so. I did blog off. I just said, you know, God bless Uh, you all. It's only only the losers that are ever exhausted. It's like sports. I think it's the the ads and the in-your-face ads and the constant facebook crap and all that i think it's just exhausting on a different level of win or loss yeah okay i think it's it wears on you on your emotions on your soul it wears on you just to constantly have that negativity in your face well absolutely there is that 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 uh, point to be made yeah yeah so i think i don't care if you won or lose i think that there's a part of you that's just like oh God, that was rough. That right. was a rough, rough ride. I'm, I'm glad that it's over. I agree And with so that. do you really think that you want to hop back on that ride and keep going around the merry-go-round in a week or two? Well, it's like Pavlov's dog. It's just a, an innate response that's going to happen because right now it's not real to a lot of people. And it's not going to be real until he is standing. Uh, when is that? Uh, January 17th? White House I believe so. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I know it's after after the first of the year, but somewhere around there. So hopefully, now I could be wrong. Hopefully, people will have had enough time to come to grips with the reality of what is about to happen. After that goes, then I think maybe everybody's just going to be like, "All right, you know what? It was a good fight." Quite possibly, but I do think that, and I think it's primarily going to be women that are going to hold on to a little more uh, disappointment and dejection than than men will, rightfully so, over the fact of him wanting to maybe overturn Roe v. Wade and all of the Certain women. insensitivity. Not all women. Not all women. And, and uh, some of the insensitivity that he sh- showed or displayed during the election process. I mean, those things you can't really take back. And I don't think that just because he's the... POTUS that people are going to give him respect based solely on that and completely forgive the behavior that preceded it. But I don't think he'll ever be trusted. Really, truly trusted. I'm not saying that Hillary no, would have been. Very but, few politicians are, and now, and this is the irony I'm, of running I'm on talking, a I'm not a politician no, platform. No, I'm not talking about trust. I'm talking about like his his character, like that, his no, uh, temperament. Yeah, yeah no, I, I understand that. He's I understand ticking. that. But I don't <laughs> He's think... Ticking. Yeah, he is, he is. But again, I don't know that anyone truly trusts anything about a politician. And I was going to say that the irony of him running on the platform of him not being a politician is that now he's a politician. politician. Okay, so... Where you go from here? Yeah, what's the saying? When you dance with the devil, you don't change the devil, the devil changes you. He 
is now about to become a politician. He's not going to be able to do four years in the White House and remain a businessman. And anybody that thinks that is extremely naive. So part of the platform that he ran on is now moot. And absolutely. For round two. That, that, that platform has been kicked from underneath his feet and it has been replaced by one that is going to have him catering to special interests. Can I be packs, shallow for a minute? And, well, why, why ask now? asking god i wish karambe won (laughs) harambe anyway can you imagine i mean you saw barack go into the office as a good-looking man right and he now yeah i know yeah damn that's a good point now can you imagine this orange ignorant oompa loompa what he's coming out as or what she would have looked at she would have looked like a prune i don't i mean like a raisin listen i'm not gonna have you talking about our euro trash uh first lady oh god (laughs) i'm not talking about her i'm talking about hillary oh if hillary had won can you imagine what she would have looked like on the i don't think she can get any worse on the ugly end i'm not sure that hillary can get any uglier and ivanka i'm sorry but she is an alien uh she certainly has some very alienish well, uh, the like eyes a, seem to be like a big giant. If your if her head was a big giant green head, you would be like, you know what? I'm not, That's damn I'm not straight up. Disrespect our future first lady. I will say this: the <laughs> eyes do seem to be disproportionately was she, far apart. Is she really apart. the first lady? Is she like the? Was she the first fourth or? Oh uh, uh, well, yeah, that's true. But I mean, at least our first lady, not his first lady. Who the hell knows where his first lady begins and ends? So. Yeah, it will be interesting to see. I don't know. Hopefully, health-wise, he's able to, you know, do the job for the four years. I would like to send him a lot of butter. Stop it. A lot of fried chicken. Stop it. Send it to me, and I'll make sure (laughs) that it gets to him. A lot of candy bars. Uh, Just listen. You have to go into this, and this is the purpose of this talk. Humor helps me assimilate this. I understand. Into my brain. I understand that. Is that the right word? Yes. I think you used it properly. Very close, though. <laughs> the, the the correct usage is uh, tenuous at best, but we'll give it to you. Thank you. We'll go ahead and give it to you. I, so, I just feel like somebody yes. on Jeopardy that got like the but, reprieve, like, but, you know what? Yeah. Our judges have said we'll give you the back the 2000 But now that the election is over, why hold on to anything? It's like you say, you're exhausted by it. So the longer it takes one to accept that this gentleman is now... <laughs> Okay. You call, you just said that you're going to give me assimilate and you're going to call him a gentleman? Well, I will say Dude. this. I will say this. I give think, me your penis. I, I think you give I think you give him a I think everything that came before the election as far as behavior, I think we have to wipe that from our memory. I really do okay. and give him a fair chance and say perhaps with this great responsibility he is now a changed person. Is it conceivable that a white privileged man at the age of 70 that has never had to Red ask for anything gutted, xenophobic, will be able to racist, change? Misogynistic. I'm a little bit more optimistic than you. I think that he. I I'm going to give it can. a fair shot because you know what? There's That's no all you can choice. do. There's no other choice. You have no choice. You, you know, really don't. Even Canada is like saying, "Whoa, bitches! Nuh-uh. you guys cannot listen, come in here." Listen, okay? Canada closed. I, and I would like it be- absolutely closed. And because of that, I would like to see not only a wall around Mexico, <laughs> but a wall around Canada. I love and Montreal. We, no, no, no. We got to keep those snow Mexicans in. Now. I we, love Montreal. We have to keep the snow Mexicans in. It's enough. How? <laughs> How dare you shut down your 
what was the what was the website they shut down to get into Canada.org? Yeah, yeah, how dare you shut down Canada.org? It crashed, you idiots. <laughs> you Canuck motherfuckers. Oh my god. <laughs> After all we've had to put up with hockey and and Richard Marks. <laughs> Dude, I love Canada. Sunglasses at night. Uh, <laughs> fuck Canada. There's no Mexicans. All right, now listen to me. We got to go. Yes. All right. Is that it? That's it. Jesus, that was abrupt. That was like a pullout. I know. Just business 